sound, but I don't hear nothing as far as the mic or the headphones. Yeah, I can hear you. Um, I can hear you perfectly fine. I'm actually getting a new internet tomorrow. So this episode of This Is 30 is brought to you by Verizon Fios. They got me to switch my car insurance. Look at that. Um, (laughs) My internet for the same price that I was paying with Optimum. And I'm going to get Disney Plus for six months for free. And I'm going to get a $100 gift card. Ooh, let me get your password. Um, yeah, we can share the Disney Plus <laughs> for six months. That's fine. Um, this is like my seventh free Disney Plus <laughs> account. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm switching to Verizon. And I only, I don't know. I think I'm talking about it because the girl just texted me. Like, hey, we're coming to your house tomorrow. <laughs> And we just wanted to, anyway, long story short, that's where I'm at right now. Um, but welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. Let me try this. Huh? Welcome to This Is 30 podcast. <laughs> Good morning. Happy, happy Monday to all my beautiful people. Um, if you're on your way to work, I wish you guys the best on Trapping Mercies. Um, okay, Coming shows. back from work. Y'all know shows a preacher. Sleep, sleep on the couch, couch, watching yourself <laughs> pass you by. I wish you a great, happy Monday. Okay, look um, at Shirley you, with the intro. I'm trying. So y'all can hear the intro. That was Shirley. So Shirley is the guest today. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, shout out to all you guys that are listening. Um, it's been like a month since the last episode of This Is Thirty. Oh, I don't. That long? Yeah, it was September twelfth, and I believe Man, it, it was an episode with me and. Pearls, I want to say. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was my episode with me and Pearls. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for listening and thank you for your patience. Um, as y'all know, I keep talking about wanting to let go of the This Is 30 podcast. I don't know why. Not like let go of it, but just let go of it. I think I'm, I think I've, I think we've reached our max. Why? Why, why do you feel that way? I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. I want to do something else. I don't know, like, I'm not sure. I don't know what my new hobby is going to be. I know you mentioned to me before. I'm, I do apologize. Um, <laughs> I know you mentioned before that you wanted to open up like a YouTube channel. Well, you already have one already. But yeah. as far as like doing Being it active. active more with mm-hmm. This Is 30 Podcasts, like do you still want to do that or not? Nah? Um, maybe. Like maybe or maybe I'll do tutorials. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that would be a good thing to do. Hey, you probably could get paid out of that too. Yeah, I know a lot of people get paid off of YouTube, but I don't know. I feel I foresee I don't like to speak certain things into existence, like but I foresee like the end of this is thirty soon, probably by its four year anniversary. Mm. Um and it's not like a bad thing. Right. I don't, I'm not looking at it like, oh my gosh. I just feel like I've outgrown um I've outgrown my podcast and I'm kind of like, I'm like, damn, we did it for four years. I don't think you have outgrown it at all. Really? I think this is still a good platform for you to have to still speak how you feel. This is also a therapy for you. If, if anything, you're always purging yeah. about any and everything. I'm about to purge today too because <laughs> um, it's been a while. But we'll see. Like, I'm a one thing I guess I'll say instead of like finalizing statements is I'll put it in prayer mm. and like see where God leads me. But if y'all notice last year in December, I celebrated 100 episodes and guess yeah. what episode I'm on. This is, this is 121. That's wow. bad. 
No, that's, that's still, horrible. That means bad. in <laughs> January, and that was like December fifth or late November that I was celebrating so hundred episodes. You think you should have been at least about one fifty or yeah. two hundred? Not really? two hundred, but maybe like if I was doing it in the time frame that I used to do it, mm-hmm. and as like as regularly as I did it, I should. I, that means I only did twenty one episodes in a matter of almost what ten months. That's crazy. But maybe you you need to set yourself a goal. Like we all have life issues. Like things always happening. It's just not a priority to me anymore. Why? It used to be a priority. It's not anymore. It's like I love it and I love when I record good episodes, but it's just not a priority to me. So maybe that'll change. I hope so because I don't want you to stop. What? Thank you, Cheryl's. Because I do listen to it every time I get a chance. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, And shout out to all y'all listeners that be listening and talking to me about, like, you know, how much you guys like the episodes. I appreciate it. Um, But it's been a while, so I have a lot. I just want to give you guys, like, a little heads up. This episode is going to be all over the place because... Me not recording for three weeks was also not on purpose. It was just like time conflicts and like stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff that I feel like happened within the past three weeks that I really wanted to like dive in those topics and I didn't get a chance to. But today, today of days when we're recording, Kanye is up to no freaking good again. Um, Kanye was pictured, photographed today wearing an all white, white, white white lives matter shirt. Uh, sure. How do you feel about that, shows? I don't know. He's delusional. <laughs> he's yeah. really delusional. I feel like he's just losing it day by day. Yeah, I know. Like Kanye is bipolar. I believe that's what Kim told the world. Yeah. Um, that's what he's been diagnosed with. But one thing about me is like I'm. I care about mental health. People like people mm-hmm. who deal struggle with mental health. I think that we should give grace to people who deal with mental health issues, but I don't think that that gives them an excuse to be uh, to be ignorant with their platforms and with their celebrity right. or anybody, even anybody in real life. Like, I don't care if you're um, a, a, a struggler of mental health and you go somewhere and you slap mad people. It don't mean that I'm not going to have sympathy and be like, you know what? They're not okay. But Mm -hmm. it also doesn't mean that you don't get to be held accountable for your actions. You did something. And that's my issue with Kanye because I feel like he might be bipolar. He's also a celebrity. He's also a billionaire. He also has a lot of influence. So I feel like his mind is warped in different ways. Like everything is marketing to him. Mm -hmm. And he likes to get people talking about nonsense. Like, and he's a gaslighter. Mm -hmm. He's... I don't know if it's real because on social media, you just have to be careful. But I feel like after this, uh, his shirts went viral, there's a picture of him posing uh, with a with a sheet that says all the people that have a problem with me saying all white lives or white lives matter supported my wife my white wife and made her a billionaire That's or something. That's not even the point of that, though. What? Are you dumb? <laughs> Are you dumb? Wow. Like, I don't understand, but he really frustrates me. And... Maybe, like, I don't know if he is going through uh, to, um, therapy. Like, he needs to do that. Yeah. Or maybe a therapist he, that's, that he's seeing, he needs to get a new one. Right. If anything. Yeah. I don't, I guess, like, his issue may be, like, ongoing. I just don't feel, I feel some, I feel like some of that is him. 
Mm-hmm. Like some of it, like Kanye has been like this too. Like he's just a wild yeah. outlandish person. And I just feel like if there is a point to what he's doing, because I feel like his, not his narrative, but Candace Owens was also seen wearing a shirt that like with his line and her response is always black lives matter. The organization mm is um a faulty organization they trick the black people they trick the black community into thinking they care but it's ran by white men and they are funneling cash for whatever reasons what even though that might be true the the phrase black lives matter still means something and it it still has importance so like my issue with them is like y'all want to y'all want to like flip a whole phrase on its back for the sake of an organization when even though the organization is is fishy the statement still means a lot like and it's like what are you talking about all i just feel like that's so irresponsible for black people to be walking around it is like and i I think these celebrities they really forget that they have so much power when they exploiting everything that they doing or saying like there's people that follow you who knows we could have a riot in reference to what you're doing Yep. And that's that's not, what we doing. Never, never Low good key, <laughs> the social media timelines have been in shambles mm-hmm. all day. Everybody's complaining. Like it's like you're right. Like they don't realize how much power or influence they have, and it's just like y'all are misleading people. If you don't like Black Lives Matter, the organization continue to say that as you've been mm-hmm. saying it but the response is not an all white lives matter right. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like you a black girl, y'all both. Y'all both black people that had kids with white people. Like, y'all need to be very, very careful. Very. Like, be, the way the peop- that people are going to look at you. But anyway, I don't want to, like, this type of stuff. Like, let me tell you. My <laughs> sister bought me a pair of Yeezy slides for my birthday this year. And I love them so much. I'm like, I feel yeah. comfortable, though. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to go and give me a whole bunch of pair of Yeezy slides. Because I always vouch that. I always wanted a pair of Yeezy slides. I just didn't want to buy them mm-hmm. because I didn't want to support him. That's but true. but after I got my pair, I'm like, nah, I'm about to go buy different colors. I don't even care. And I want the Yeezy, the spider black mm-hmm. sneakers. Now, bump that. I'm not buying no Yeezys. <laughs> I'm back on my wave. I'm not putting no money in that man's pocket. Like, like I don't care. Unless Adidas takes over his company and they buy him out. Like, no, I don't want to put money in this man's pocket because I just feel like, why Didn't are you he doing stop this? doing something with um, Adidas, though? Yeah, I know they're beefing, mm-hmm. like, about something. They n- Matter of fact, I should buy a pair of Yeezys since you beefing with Adidas right now <laughs> and you're upset and you telling people not to buy any of your products. Nah, I'm going to go buy them now because you don't like them. Right. Anyway, so thank you guys for tuning in. Happy Monday, even though Shirley did the intro. I mean, I tried, um, I tried. She did a great job. Um, we have a lot of like deep cuts to talk about today. And one of the first things we're going to discuss is uh, parental. Oh, wait, before we start our topic, it's something else I want to talk to you guys about. I want to talk about my new job. I don't know if I've talked about my new job on the pod yet, um, but I'm going to be very short and sweet. But you know something, speaking of racial matters, something that I have to get used to in my new job is, I think I told y'all I work in a high school now, and I work in a city that's predominantly Hispanic. Mm -hmm. There is a good number of black kids too, but it's predominantly Hispanic. And what was 
what I found as a culture shock uh, was Hispanics using the N word. That is really um, now. Don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like Fat Joe, when I think about hip hop, I think Mm -hmm. about a lot of Hispanic people in our culture or mixed people in our culture who you not even mixed people. I'm just talking about straight Hispanics um, who have used the N word. And I, I don't think I ever paid attention until I was older to the fact that they were using the N word, et cetera, et cetera. But I've never had one-on-one contact with a Hispanic person. Hispanics that use the N-word. Mm-hmm. I Like, even in Ir- Irvington, we had a lot of Hispanic kids and Haitian kids. The Hispanic kids, especially my students, they didn't use the N-word. Mm-hmm. And if they did use the N-word, they didn't use it in front of me. Like, what I'm experiencing is, like, Hispanics in my new city... Bro, the N-word, they use it like black people. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's I don't want to say it's like a trigger. It is slightly <laughs> a trigger. I don't want to say like I have this grand desk problem with it, but I didn't know that it's it would be such a trigger for me. And it makes me very uncomfortable because it's like I hear like, yo, this nigga's bugging. And I look over and it's a light bright. These are not like Dominicans. I mean, some of the Hispanics are Dominicans, but these are like El Salvadorians, <laughs> yo. like Guatemalans. They're br- they're white. They're like, um, what do they call them? Hispanic people that derive from like Spain. Mm-hmm. not Well, not Spain, but y'all know what I'm saying. Like white lineage, not like mixed lineage or black lineage Hispanics. It's weird seeing a pale person, blonde hair mm-hmm. or straight hair, and they're talking about nigga this, nigga that. And to them, they don't see nothing wrong with it. They which don't. Which is a problem. Like you don't think like, to use that as a teaching moment, moment to tell them like, hey, don't use that around me or even say it to other people. You know why I have a hard time with giving directives on this? Because I think that it's like a very layered thing. I feel like it wouldn't it would be it would have to be more of a summit. Mm. It couldn't even be just a regular conversation. We would have to have like an all day education series for this because number one i use the word Mm -hmm. i use the word and although i am black i feel like sometimes our explanation for using the word (laughs) is a little silly um i think we have our rights to use the word but at the end of the day i just feel like i want to be an example before i start being a critiquer Mm. like I don't want I don't want to be one of them people who's like gatekeeping the word. Of course, I don't want white people using it mm-hmm. and I don't want it being used in a derogatory manner. But I know that I can see that as they're using it, they're not using it in a derogatory manner. They're using it the same way black people use mm-hmm. it. Like they're like this nigga, like, oh, that nigga, I love that nigga. Like they're not saying it disrespectfully and they they converse with other black kids using it interchangeably like it's just a thing and maybe this is just the culture in the new city i work in and culture I, in, the, in the environment that they they live in right so maybe it's just like the norm and i don't know but i've heard through the grapevine at my school that it has caused some issues mm. because i think that some black kids don't are not always okay with it yeah. um and it has caused some issues but that's one of the issues that I'm struggling with in my new... I don't um, know how you're going to survive the whole year with that. 
Yeah, just, I, 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 I feel no. like we'll. I'll just become accustomed, like we, like we become accustomed to anything else. But they not, they not black. So I don't uh, know. The, the, I don't think I have a problem with the fact that they're not black because I understand that they're not white. It's I think, and I know I probably sound like I'm on the fence about it. My problem is I'm not used to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I know Hispanics use the N-word. Right. I've seen it before. I heard it before. I know it's a normal thing. I've never been in proximity mm-hmm. or in a space where I have to hear it so often. If I'm listening to a song, fine. If I'm walking in the Bronx and I see <laughs> yeah, it, fine. But it's like being, the exposure level mm-hmm. has increased for me. Like, so I just feel like it's something that, it's going to take some adjusting because I, to be honest, I didn't like hearing it all the time in Irvington either mm-hmm. by anybody. I just feel like kids also should just be very aware, mm-hmm. like around adults. Like that's another thing. Kids in this generation, like they do not feel. They have no respect. Yeah. They <laughs> no, don't no have no respect. They're not afraid them. to like use certain languages, like around adults, like. Boy, at that let me try it. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> go, go, go to detention. Have HSP. What's that called? HFP. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I like. Mm-hmm. It's like I'll be like the way I'm talking even on this podcast. The way I code switch a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like a lot of foreigners do that. Even the way I'm c- communicating right now, I can't talk to my mom like this. Mm-hmm. My tone has to be a little bit more. A little softer. A little softer, more respectful. Right. I don't want to say fake. But I'm, I got to tone it down a little bit right. because my mom going to be like, huh, you American in the street? Why are you talking to me like this? Like, but it's not like she doesn't know I speak like this. Mm. But when I'm talking to her, when I'm talking to my family, it's a certain decorum mm-hmm. I have to have when I'm talking to them because right. they associate certain tones and accents with like, we call it akata. Like I was fuika. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's, it's like you you acting like an American. You mm-hmm. acting like you in the street. Mm-hmm. Like, calm down. Um, so I don't know. But kids like like today they don't have no the way they talk to you mm-hmm. is the way they talk to their parents. The way they they like yo miss this shit ass yo <laughs> miss. I really don't feel like doing this work, miss. Like this is how they talk, and I'm, I'm just not, like it, I what? think it's just a face for them, but it's just it's really yo, wild, miss. Yo, miss. Yo, miss. I really don't feel like doing this work, miss. Miss, I gotta work, go to work today. Fuck, miss. I'm Yo, they be like, trying so hard. Yeah. One day I'm gonna break down um, the differences in hoods. Mm. Um, but I don't wanna. I don't wanna bore y'all on this pod. Um, but okay, let's get into our topics. So our first topic of the evening is parental pain, um, and I think that. The reason I wanted to talk about this is I think I probably told y'all we've all we all have issues with our mm-hmm. parents here and there. Um, but I, I feel like as we get older, we experience our parents in a different way mm-hmm. because we're becoming adults and we're just like, bro, you're a weirdo. You're you're weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I feel that about my mom and my dad at different times. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, but then it's also like you got to give them grace because they were our age when mm. they were raising us and it's like they were just trying to do the best they could mm. um and even as they're still maturing and growing they're still living life too we're gonna be their age too mm. one day dealing with the same thing so anyway i just thought we should um 
touch on it. So like my first question is how hard is it to deal with some of the pains that our parents caused us, whether on purpose or by accident as an adult, how hard is that to deal with? It's really hard. <clears throat> I feel like my mom, she don't really express about nothing at all. Like I, I feel like I don't know anything when it comes to her upbringing, unless, unless if I have to ask my aunt or uncle about how was she as a child or how was she with her, her mom. Like, before my, my my grandmother passed away, like, she passed away, like, in 2016. Mm -hmm. And I always have to ask my grandmother, like, please get your child, get your child, get your child, because I'm not going to deal with her right now. But my mom, she didn't go to school. So my mom kind of regrets and gets mad at my, at my mom, her mom, because she didn't go to school. She pretty much raised her siblings, mm. and that's all she did. And even while, after that, she had us as um, her own kids. And raise kids too, so right. it, was, it, it really it really was challenging for her. But do you think she carried that like a bitterness? She does through her life. Okay. She does, and sometimes she would abuse her, her words and say it towards me, and I never liked that. Mm. And never, it's never a good feeling at yeah. all. Do you think that she was ever spoken to like that by I somebody? Know. I feel like my grandmother. She was. Well, from what I've heard, she what my grandma was me, but I, I've never seen that with my grandma. My of grandma course, was cause, nice because they the grandparents <laughs> never raised the grandkids I've never the way seen they raised their kids. My grandma, I'm like, wow, like really, you lying? I don't believe that. <laughs> Every time I get in trouble by my my mom, mom I'm like, come on, come on, get your child because I'm not gonna deal with her. But it's really different. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that it's hard to deal with like some of the pains that our parents and also us. like sorry i'm cut you off also um you know my father passed away so mm -hmm. i was seven years old when my father passed away it's been like what 25 years that's yeah. a whole decade yeah so ha having to balance that as a single mom raising four kids on her own was a tough task for her yeah she never really trust anybody around her even raising her own kids or yeah. babysitting she never did that yeah. So I'm like, wow, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. I think like your mom, like, I think you said something that made me think of my mom. Like when you said your mom never went to school, um, but she's like upset about that. I feel like my mom, she like, my mom like feels like she didn't get to do a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that she wanted to do. Like, I feel like my, although I feel like my mom has had a good life, like, I feel like she just feels like her life is not the path she wanted for mm. herself. She just had to do what she had to do because of her circumstances. But I just feel like she rests on that so much. Mm. And I just be like, girl, like, don't you go. see, like, your kids is fine. <laughs> right. Like, your kids came out. Despite everything that you think you lacked, mm. your kids still came out great. Like, don't you see the blessing of that? Like, and either way, I still had to find my own path. Mm. It was, even if you did everything you thought you wanted to do, I still could have came out opposite. Right. Like, That's so, so it is hard dealing with some of the pains that they cause us. My father, too, like, you know, just like... I feel like him and my mom's separation has had a never ending effect mm -hmm. on me as a, as their kid. Like 
And I feel like I'm at the middle of their separation. I don't mm. know why. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like I'm just at the crossroads. Although Roberta is also, my older sister is also there. I just feel like there were many part times where she was secluded since she was like raised in Cameroon. And I just feel like sometimes at, I'm at the centerfold of their relationship. And it mm. it's not, even at 33, I feel like I'm still at the crossroads mm. of of their their like the their breakup. My mom, she she usually say this line all the time. I don't know why she says that, but she also says like she always want the best for me. Mm. And like I try to ask her, what do you mean? I mean, I know what it means, obviously, but what do you mean? I want her to just like talk more, tell me what it is. Yeah. But she never gets to the point. And sometimes she goes around a circle and I try to listen and see where she's coming from because she also talks from the past a lot, oh, all the time. And Denise I, I not get it. Like she she lost her, her sister as a um, growing up, and then she lost some, her um, her husband. She lost her, um, her her mom, her father. I'm like, okay, I get it. I, I'm really trying to comprehend where you going going from, but I never get it. Yeah, it's just. I feel like she's been in survival mode all her life. Yeah. All her life she's been in survival mode. So it's like she never get a, a break. Yeah. She and doesn't I, know how to be soft. Yeah. Or like, or like whatever. But crazy thing, like this past um, couple of weeks ago, I, I went to celebrate my mom's birthday. I never see my mom smile. But just to see her laugh and smile, I'm like, wow, that's a beautiful yeah. thing to see. I'm like, wow. And then she was drinking... Yo, she was naked the wine back. I was like, whoa, mommy. She said, bum a lot, bum a lot. I'm like, okay, pour up, pour up, pour up. <laughs> oh, that's like, good. Yeah. That's good. I do think that as they get older, some of that, like, weight falls off a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, like, for example, like, my mom bought me. My mom is, like, really, we grew up Catholic, and my mom is, like, really, like, so sad that she didn't introduce me to... I guess you could say like the Christian faith, mm. like even though I know Catholics are Christians, but like not the Catholic, Catholic right. faith. Mm -hmm. She feels like, and then we didn't, we went to church. Like I did all my first communion, blah, blah, blah. But church was always like a, if we wanted to go mm -hmm. when I was growing up, like, and when I say, I, I'm just saying like, it wasn't, you know, Catholic church is like, it has its way. Mm -hmm. Long story short, my mom feels so much guilt about that to this day. Even though the I'm wife? now, I found Christ on my own. Mm -hmm. I'm a Christian. She's a Christian. My mom feels so much guilt, like, in her heart. So, like, recently, when my mom was here, she bought me a few books. And one of them was a Max Lucado prayer book. I have a prayer book mm -hmm. by Max Lucado. Actually, Perlene bought it for me. It's the one for teachers. Mm -hmm. And the one for, for that my mom bought me, I love it too. Because Max Lucado writes prayers out. Mm -hmm. And you just literally have to read them. Shout out to him. If you need help praying, like hit, hit, get one of his books. Long story short, yesterday... I was having a rough day. I wasn't having a rough day. I just needed something. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I opened my book to the prayer for that day, it was everything I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. And I sent my mom a picture of the book. And I was like, thank you so much for this book, Dad. Like, I'm so grateful for it. Here come Denise. <laughs> thank you, mama. <laughs> she called yeah. me on the phone. She's like, so you like your book? <laughs> 
she's going in back she's like i'm then she starts apologizing you know i didn't introduce you to this stuff when you were a kid i'm like oh my god i only said you for one thing seriously i'm like you every time i say let's live in the present Mm -hmm. you don't have to keep talking to me about you're not in control of my salvation anyway even if you could have did so many preachers kids grow up in the church Mm. and they still stray so So it wasn't your responsibility to like yeah you might feel bad but it's done now we good now like but my mom every opportunity you know i didn't we didn't grow up like i'm like bro like let it go so i just had to stop her but these are some of the annoyances Mm -hmm. and i feel like some of the things that in their past like Mm -hmm. that they can't let go of that it's just like my mom never really pressed on going to church. I just knew we we always went to church all the time. Like even growing up, when I was younger, um, she used to have us pray next to. She was like, "Come, come, come, pray. Go, go, kneel down and, and pray with me." I we just play around while she's praying, but <laughs> we just like, "Amen." After she um, finished praying, but yeah, I think it just was different for us a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you think that we ever outgrow trauma? No, I don't think we do because it's always an ongoing thing for us. Mm. Like there's always something. So you don't think trauma, trauma, you would, so what do we, do we just learn how to cope with it better? Yeah, we, okay. Yeah, pretty much we do cope any trauma that we deal with. We that un- scares we, we, me. We unlearn certain behaviors maybe. Yeah. And then, you know, try to be better and discipline ourselves on certain areas in our but lives. The but the trauma will always be there. It will always be there. I, I think agree. so. I agree. I agree. Um, I didn't know the answer to it, but I guess I don't know if we ever, like, because you could be triggered by anything. Right. Like, and you could be triggered by something that happened to you 20 years ago, mm-hmm. 30 years ago. So, yeah, I do think we do just learn right. how to, we unlearn behaviors maybe and responses. Right, right. But, um, the trauma will always be there. Um, like what? But what steps do you think we can take to really move past trauma that is affecting us? I mean, a lot of people use therapy. I wish I, I had therapy. Yeah, I, I don't go have to it therapy. really. Um, but for, for, but for most people, they either write write how they feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. a writer. I love to write. I like to write sometime. Um, I'm not really a writer, but I like writing. Yeah, whenever, yeah. In my, in, whenever I'm in my thoughts, mm-hmm. I like to like jot down whatever I'm feeling. Um, talk to somebody, vent how you feel. Yeah. You know, go to the track, run as a workout. Then you, Some people use that. So find some good hobbies. Hobbies to, to like, like yeah. get your mind off it, whatever mm-hmm. you're dealing with. Yeah, I like those. Some people drink too. You know, yeah. I like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> we know you like to drink, surely. <laughs> We know you are the fisher uh, of all fishers. You know, crazy part of that, I actually started drinking beer because of my dad. Because mm. he, he started drinking Heineken when he was young, when I was younger. And then I you know, took some. Really? <laughs> yeah. And you still drink it. Do you think about him when you drink beer? Sometimes. Not okay. all the time. But I do have my moments where I do think about my dad. I'm like, damn, I wish he was here. Yeah. Like, I even think about, like, when whenever I do get proposed, like, who's going to walk me down the aisle? I think about all, that all the time. I'm yeah. like, damn. And I, don't, I do not want... Because my, my mom remarried again. I definitely do not, do not want my mom my husband to walk me down. I'm going to say no. Yeah. That's a no-no. I'm good. Maybe your brother. Yeah. Mom, that's the next person I will have him walk me down the aisle. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think all the things Shirley said, though, finding a hobby um, to like express yourself, journaling. I love journaling. It's like so therapeutic for me. That's that's the probably the primary the primary way I pray mm-hmm. is by journaling. Um, and Ellie Claire, if any of y'all know her, um, if you go that. to her website, she has really good journals. And if you're a Christian, they're biblical based. Mm. So like it's a page for you to write. And then usually at the bottom or the top, there's like scripture or mm. some type of inspirational quote. I'm sure there's many types. I just like Ellie Claire's um, Why website. Why Ellie Claire's not somebody else's? No, not, not I like her website because oh, okay, she okay. has a, a lot of choices. Like you could get a T.D. Jakes one. Okay, okay. Um, the, one that T.D. Jakes designed, mm. um, Joyce Meyer. Okay. There's different styles. Or you could get ones that don't even have like a designer. Mm-hmm. It's just like plain. Okay. But um, I'll show you mine. Yeah, um, I want to see it. Um. So, um, yeah, I think those are good things. So, like, what have you learned from your parents that you never want to duplicate or copy, like, hmm. when you become a parent? I I want to be able to speak to my kids. My mom don't speak to, my, to me at all. So okay. I want to really have them be comfortable to come to me with every, any problem. Because whenever I'm going through something, I never, when I tell you never... Go, go to my mom. mom. I could be in the middle of a crisis. I'm not calling my mom, mm. which is a bad thing. But I don't talk to my mom at all like that, unless she wants me to do something for her, obviously. But mm-hmm. that's about it. So you want your kids to have, you want to build a good relationship with your yeah. kids mm-hmm. that's based on a good com- communication. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like, what am I never going to duplicate with my parents? That my parents did. I know, like, for when it comes to my dad, I'm never going to allow pride to keep me away from my kids. Mm. I think that that's a really big thing because I feel like you can't want respect as the parent, but you don't know how to be the parent. Right. Because to me, that's the way it goes. It's like, if you want to be the head, be the head. But that also means that. When it comes to not being petty and stuff like that, you can't be petty. Right, right. Not if you want that respect. So I don't never want pride to get in the way. Um, like if there's one thing that I love about my mom is that there is nothing in this world that will ever separate her from annoying or loving her kids. Like I mean, that's the only thing I could mind about my mom too. <laughs> but besides that, yeah, I like I just. My mom, well, what I mean more so, too, is, like, my mom, like, if I'm upset with her or something about that, she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. She's going to be like, hey, how you doing? She's going to call get, me. Get, get some food. She's going <laughs> to ch- check on me. Even if the conversation is awkward, even if I'm being mean, mm-hmm. she's not going to say, oh, I'm not calling my kid because right. we're beefing. Like, what? She's going to be like, girl. She sometimes she'll call me and she'll be like, You still mad at your mother? <laughs> and I'll just be like, Uh, I'm not I'll I'll I love to tell her I'm not talking to you. <laughs> like I'll be like, I'm not talking to you. Like, what do you want? But I'm never gonna let anything separate me from my kids. And then I also think like a clear communication. Um and I don't know. I think like I'm going to like let my kids I'm gonna I'm not going to, um, damn, what's the word? I don't want to hover 
over my kids' lives with my insecurities. Mm. I don't want my insecurities to ever bleed into the way I parent or the way I assess issues for my kids. Mm. I think that my mom has a really hard time dealing that, dealing with that. And I think it's because it's like she hasn't accepted that who I am. Granted, I know like you raise good kids mm -hmm. and you get to get a pat on your back for raising good kids. But who I am is a byproduct of your raising me and also just a product of who I am. Right. I am who I am. Like... I have worked hard, especially at this point in my life. There's some things that I've just developed independently. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, you could raise really good kids and give them the greatest environment. Wherever path they want to go to is where they're going to go. Mm -hmm. It's not always going to be how your kids end up is not always a reflection of your parenting. Right. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. And I just feel like there are some things that she feels really down about like that I feel like girl that don't got nothing to do with you like <laughs> how does she feel down about about I just feel like sometimes like for example my mom remarried once since my dad mm -hmm. and that marriage has not been successful mm -hmm. and I think my mom feels like really guilty that she hasn't had a solid relationship mm -hmm. for me to look at mm -hmm. as a inspiration okay. and but I think that like bothers her like heavily she's like I'm sorry I couldn't sh and I'm just like but life she, happens right. like it's okay and i'm not i i'd be wanting her to understand that i'm not looking at you like my mom is a failure mm -hmm. when it comes to relationships i'm just looking at you like it didn't work out right, like right. stuff doesn't work out and i'm not looking at you also like you're the one to blame because i'm 33 and i'm not married mm -hmm. yet or anything like that but i think sometimes she feels a little bit of guilt like when it comes to certain things like that like and i'll just be like girl relate like chill out. Like chill out. Um, okay, so in the opposite direction, what do you want to what have you learned from your parents that you want to copy and use? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I have to think about this real quick. Maybe you should go first and I have to <laughs> think it back on you. Um I think that both my parents are very charismatic. And I love that. I feel like all my friends or other cousins, they've always been like in love with like who my parents are, mm -hmm. like as separate individuals. And I like that. I think that's something I I want to be not. To, I know this is weird because I'm asking a parenting question, but I, I want my kids, my kids, friends to also feel comfortable in my presence. Mm -hmm. Not to the point where this is Miss Sally and you could smoke weed and drink in front <laughs> of her. Not like that, but to the point where I make them feel good about themselves. And I, I feel like when people are around my parents, either one of them, they have a good time. Right. They don't feel like awkward. They don't feel like they have to fake who they are. Mm -hmm. um, they're just themselves. And they're like, I like that. Um, and they, my parents have been like that since I've been young. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like my mom was always giving somebody a ride, taking somebody to get food or just being nice. I like that. Um, I like that my mom is communicative and my mom, I feel like growing up, I had the best mom. Like, I feel like my mom was like, she was just like, cool. Like, I want to be cool like my mom. I don't want to get annoying in my adulthood, mm -hmm. like in my late ages like she is. But growing up, I feel like I had a lit mom. Like, she was just like, she was, she was, <laughs> she was litty. Like, my mom was cool. 
I want to be cool too. I feel like I could talk to my mom about everything. My mom took me a lot of places with her. Like, I feel like African, like even my students now, I'll be asking them what they do on the weekend and they be like, we were at home, we watched TV. They be like, we just did, we slept, we did it. And my mom, like, my mom used to take me to work with her to the salon on the weekends. Mm-hmm. She used to take me to like the movie theater. She took me to every state center in New Jersey. Any type of event she had, she always made sure I was involved. And she's like, you could bring a friend, mm-hmm. like bring a friend. She was always active, and I just felt like she always wanted to have a good time. Like, so I like that. And um. I mean, I don't think my mom, well, well, what I would probably admire about my, my mom is her strength um, to still put food on the table for, for us and still provide and, you know, a roof over the eye heads. Right. Even if she doesn't have it, like, she always find a way to, like, mm-hmm. here, say, here, take it, take it. Like, right. she's a selfless person. I think that's what I probably got from her, really. Okay. Um, she's, she's caring and nice when she want to be. But that's the most I could say that I'll probably take out of my mom. Everything else, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but selfless is a really good one. And you yeah. are a very selfless person. Yeah. So I could I could see that. All right. So now that we're done being emotional mm-hmm. um, and deep, um, we're going to transition to social media safety. Now, this is the conversation where I think it's going to get a little interesting for you. Mm. Not now, but later on. <laughs> and like I told you guys, we're a little late. So a few weeks ago, um, PNB Rock did pass away. Mm-hmm. And R.I.P. I, I guess this is a great conversation to have, have now because now so many things have been revealed mm. about his death. Um, and more so than I want to talk about PNB rock. I more so want to talk about social media safety. Mm. That's what I want to have the conversation now. But everybody that was talking about his girlfriend saying she was the cow and all of that. And now y'all found out that Akila was already in the parking mm-hmm. lot and saw him and targeted him and got his son and said, we about to kill him. I want y'all to kill y'all. See, <laughs> Yo. Yo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, but like we gotta really be careful, like mm-hmm. because we just be making up hope. When I don't know something, I just want to be quiet, mm-hmm. like or I'm gonna talk to my friend about it. We might go back and forth, but when you don't know stuff, stuff you cannot just be, be quiet. making claims publicly, like mm-hmm. so passionately. She had it out for him. Fuck that girl. Y'all don't Damn. even know. Like, what are y'all? T- what are y'all doing? They was dragging her down. They were dragging her. Even celebrities mm-hmm. so loud. Oh, uh, just to throw some chicken and waffles. Right. Like, you don't even know what's the case. And you've shown chicken and waffles before. We've all recorded some of the mm-hmm. dumbest stuff and put our location right, or right. whatever. Like, nobody is like, I don't know. Anyway, but we don't want to necessarily talk about PNB and Rock. RIP to PNB and Rock. It's so sad that mm-hmm. he lost his life so senselessly for nothing, for jewelry, mm-hmm. for money. For something stupid, y'all took away somebody's father, somebody who was feeding probably so many people in their family. Y'all took him away for no reason. But I want to have a conversation about social media safety. So when you think of social media safety, what comes to mind just off bat? Like location, making sure not posting it everywhere you're at. Okay. So location social media safety. Do you have like um private private setting? Yeah, now I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. On, do you it. have it on a lot of your apps or just some of them? Mm, 
probably on IG. I do have it on private. Before it was public, okay. but I changed it. I was like, yeah. oh, nah. I don't think people realize how many of these apps, the net, the the um, what's the what's the word for it, the um. The default setting mm-hmm. is public. Right, right. And I don't think, even on Snapchat, I look now, the, you know, Snapchat can tell you your location yeah. on the United mm-hmm. States map. There's it's so many scary. people that yeah. have theirs on public. Mm-hmm. And I have mine on ghost mode where you can't see it. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people who have it on public. And it's like, I don't know if they don't know or they want people to know where mm-hmm. they at. They probably um, don't know. Or don't um, care really or or might not care but it's just like you really have to be careful because it's not only instagram right. it's a it's pinterest it's facebook it's facebook it's twitter. um twitter not even not even the social media apps i'm thinking about when y'all be on grubhub y'all know how grubhub knows exactly mm-hmm. where you at it's because your location services is on right. i don't want us to be so close-minded and think that the only way for dangerous people to find you mm. or hit your look if a hacker want to find you for they real find you. there is probably three uh 20 other apps on your phone that the hacker can use to find you mm. other than freaking um other than freaking instagram when i go to duncan they know which duncan i'm at <laughs> right then and there right. even though i've never did a location Select the location. Look at the closest mm-hmm. one, the one right by my house. How you know where I'm at? Right, right. How you know where I'm at? Dunkin' Donuts app? I never told you where I live. <laughs> so let me look at this. I got to turn my account I off. I think if there's a way you have to go to your settings to fix your locations into like, like your private settings. Why do you know where I'm at? Dunkin' Donuts? Like, but this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. So like, I just feel like in general, we should just be extremely careful and you know because you really don't know who's watching you yeah you, you don't, don't know. know who's watching you um you really don't know um do you think that there are ways we can be a bit more safe on social media mm, not tagging all the time i don't know what okay the- so like not tagging your location right. all the time mm-hmm. or like tagging when you leave right. i know some people some people do, do it the next day yeah i do that too sometimes but i don't think i tag when i leave i never think of safety sometimes it's yeah. just like when i'm out enjoying i may not feel like posting then mm-hmm. it's never been something where i think about safety right. i guess it could be a benefit mm-hmm. but i don't know if i do it for that reason i know some people like they'll ask you like oh where you at i i don't even respond right away i wait till i leave and then respond, respond. Like, what are you asking me for <laughs> my thing is there be sometimes where i'm at a place and i took i had this discussion with some of my kids and i'm like if it's a lit place, mm-hmm. I want you to know where I'm right. at. Like, if I'm at a nice restaurant. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I don't even feel like people have, like, horrible agendas. Mm-hmm. They just kind of want to know where you at. Right. Like, or people they like try the, the food. Same place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they see the vibes are lit. And they're like, oh, wow, this is cool. Where are you at? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I just post it right away so you can know. Mm-hmm. It's so Some many. people still ask, even after you post it. So. This is true. But it's so many places that I have, like, in mind that I want to go because somebody posted it mm -hmm. and I saw it and I'm like, Oh, let me click on Mm -hmm. their page. And then I'm like, yeah, I want to go here. Um, so anyway, I forgot the question I asked, which was, um, do you think there's ways for us to be safe? So like maybe posting after we leave, Mm -hmm. um, or 
I guess this is also why some people have close friends because they don't want to show all their whole timeline Mm -hmm. where they're at. So I guess I could see the purpose of that. Um, I think turning your location off. um, I think there's an option on Instagram only when you're using the app. Mm -hmm. Um, That's probably what I have on it now. Um, And I know this is crazy. I, I feel more comfortable posting my location when I'm out of the country. Yeah, that's weird. But why is that though? I know because people could still click on your location yeah. and come find you mm-hmm. and rob you. Like, but I always feel comfortable posting my location. I usually don't post the hotel where I'm staying mm, at yeah. until like later on. Mm-hmm. But I will. I'm in the Bahamas. <laughs> if I'm at like a certain restaurant, I'll say where I'm at. Right. It's crazy. My cousin, she had went uh, on vacation. She she. She texted me her location and she was like, tell me where, where I'm at. Cause like, I, I, I have somebody that's following us and I, I need you to like, let me know. Can you see us? I'm like, zoom in, zoom in. Like, I'm like, yeah, you is such and such, such and such here. I'm like, damn, that's a couple miles away from here. I'm like, I can know where you at. Wow. I'm like, that's, that's crazy. I'm like, damn, all she did was send her location. Mm, Which that, is that's really crazy. I know like also like, sharing your location sometimes when we in a lyft or uber Mm -hmm. we share our ride or like i know if i'm going out on a date precautions or like i'm gonna share my location if i'm going like somewhere i've never been or to meet with somebody Mm -hmm. i always share my location with at least one person yeah and i'm just like i'm gonna let you know when i'm going right even when i'm getting my hair done by somebody i don't know Mm -hmm. oh hell (laughs) no we ain't playing those games i'm gonna let you know when Mm -hmm. i get there and when i leave because people be crazy Mm -hmm. Do. Like people be nuts. Um, I do not be. I guess we just talked about like what practice practices do we engage in to be more safe. I also think that a thing that we don't rec- recognize is so many people. What I hate about social media is y'all all become instructors mm. and <laughs> like professors of <laughs> life when things go happen this one i don't post my location this one mm. you just posted your location yesterday sir seriously and if you didn't post your location you posted the environment and we all knew that you were at <laughs> and if we watch my else's story we, we know, know we know at. what the, we know what the <laughs> applebee's plates look like sir <laughs> like come on stop it they're not that different we know what they look like we knows what the cheesecake factory chairs mm. look like so that's my other point is like sometimes people but just be it's, thinking it's crazy you don't even have to post the, your location people be knowing they're just yeah i'm like damn how but, did you know but sometimes it's like think about all the places we frequent mm-hmm. if somebody is in first republic right now i'm gonna know <coughs> and it's not because i care right. it's just like you know what the setting looks that's like in true. first republic it's like when somebody's posting and they're like, oh, they're at First Republic. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, once again, there are multiple ways that to show true. your location without sharing mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't got to show you. I don't got to say nothing. I could. Anyway, <laughs> the reason I wanted to ask you this is because you, my friend, Shirley mm-hmm. Exantis, is the recording. Oh, <laughs> Shirley is the ex- the recording queen. I always record if everything. If y'all don't I'm know Shirley, you could be dying. <laughs> you could be bleeding. You could be I'm falling down the stairs. <laughs> you could be on your last breath of life. Yo, I'm going to have the Shirley evidence for you. Shirley is going to have... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
I'm gonna always have the evidence no matter Yo, what. Yo, this is a sick behavior. <laughs> but Shirley records everything, y'all. I just want y'all to know. And I think what's crazy is that you never see Shirley with the camera. <laughs> I'm so smooth. With You'll never see her with the camera. It's yeah. just two weeks later. <laughs> I'm like, remember this day <laughs> when you sent the video? But like, oh my god, two learning. weeks later. A week later, you'll get a video from Shirley and she'll, I'll be like, how, when were you watching this? When did you see this? Y'all don't even want to know the type of videos. I have too many memories, yo. And the people Shirley got me in pictures with, like, all my business. If you, if there's any of my friends that you want to know all my business, all you got to do is look at Shirley's phone because she has all the tea, just one picture at a time. But like. The reason I want to ask you, I put here record queen. <laughs> what do you think about? Okay. Another thing is, what do you think about recording people, Shirley? Do you ever record strangers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I hate that. No, some of them I do and I eventually delete it, but I do. We, so, we all been, do it. Like, I don't record strangers, Shirley. Strangers, I've never recorded people, a stranger. I, I think know. it's I rem- mean. I don't think it's oh yeah it is mean but I'm not doing it purposely as oh, I want mean recording you in that way like I remember I forgot where it was at and I I actually peeped somebody recording it and they was posting it on a story I'm like damn they just was record- this at somebody's baby shower mm-hmm. okay that that time <laughs> oh I should tell y'all this tea but I'm not going mm-hmm. to should like, we tell them the story you can because I don't we I don't know the girl <laughs> I know her actually. You know, every time I talk about somebody on the pod and I don't give the name, one of my friends hits me up and they're like, who are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, but some of y'all are weirdos. Um, and some a girl was being weird yeah. to one of our friends. Mm-hmm. She was like being weird. And it looked like she was going to like try and put... And she got caught. I, our and she- friend like on social media. But it was nothing even there. Mm-hmm. Like for her to... I don't understand like what she was recording, but she started recording our friend, mm. but our friend didn't notice. I didn't even notice. I wasn't around. I wasn't paying attention. And then Shirley record noticed no, it. <coughs> and you started recording her. I didn't record. I just peeped. I was oh. like, Oh, like, and I just said like, yo, she recording you. Like, oh, okay. And I you, said something. And then what did she do? She, what's the name? Said something to her. Okay. And then she quickly stopped and tried to delete it. Yeah, and she she also tried to play it off like no I wasn't, right? Yeah. She she was like, "Oh, here, see, see." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you got court. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And I but I think that that's why I think that's weird because I feel like what are you doing? And like there's no time where I don't care if somebody's looking crazy or looking there's no time that I want to pick up a phone. First of all, I'm too awkward. I'm going to be the person that you're going to catch. Like her, you're going <laughs> right. to catch me. You're going to catch it. Like, mm-hmm. what do, even when, like, I see people post on, like, this girl, Ashy. Like, mm-hmm. they'll post, why y'all recording people yeah, in the street? Like, something like that. Like, why? Why y'all doing that to people? Why Y'all don't know these people. Y'all, these people have family. I come out the house every day without lotion. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I put wish, lotion on. I you, wish, you be wild. <laughs> I wish one of y'all would try to record me because I don't have no lotion on. <laughs> Things happen. Nah, I'm gonna stay moisturized. <laughs> I'm gonna stay moisturized in these streets. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I just feel like this conversation, the PNB rocks, PNB's rock death, brought out a bigger conversation about social media safety and mm-hmm. just location settings on your phone. Right. I also feel like, um, if you haven't watched the social media dilemma, or I think the social, social dilemma. 
That's what it's called. I'll, did you watch it on Netflix? No. You, sh- you should watch it. I think it. I started watching it, but I didn't, didn't like it. Mm, it got boring. <laughs> it, it's pretty interesting. Like, it is hard to to digest because mm-hmm. it is slightly boring. But if you watch the whole thing, it's very, very informative mm-hmm. because it's the reason why, you know, we talk about Popeyes and when we open Instagram, right. there's a Popeyes ad on our phone. Mm-hmm. And it like these companies have really been designed to like hear our every move, mm-hmm, see where we're going. Um, they have our location. So sometimes like we don't even pay attention mm-hmm. that a location is on, on a certain app. And that's how we get an ad right. because we just walk past foot locker mm-hmm. and they know we're in the mall that's or true. we walked inside a foot locker and something pinged. Right. And it's like, all right, let's put an ad or blah, blah, blah. So I just feel like we just have to be careful all around. And we have to be like also mindful of like judging people because we don't know their intentions. Right, right. Like, or we don't know. We don't be knowing the full story. Like, stop. We cannot be making full like conclusions mm-hmm. based on partial information. <clears throat> right. Like, it's that's nuts. That's crazy to me. Um, Damn, I feel bad for her though. The last thing when coming when talking about apps, I wanted to talk to you about dating app fatigue. Mm. Have you ever experienced All like? The time. Yeah, me too. All I'm over time. it. I'm like, damn. I'm over dating. Period. Like, mm. I'm just. I have my moments. Yeah, I'm just like, mm, meh. I don't. I'm. I don't want to say I'm jaded. The word is not jaded. It's just like I'm not interested in actively seeking for the man of my dreams anymore mm. i'm t- maybe right now i'm just in a tired season but i just feel like i do still want the man of my dreams do you feel because like these men be wasting your time yes That's and I, I my thing is i just don't want to expose myself to any more f ish mm-hmm. i've already seen it i've already experienced it and it's like i'm just tired like and i also don't want to get my hopes up for anything new i know i did Back in March, you remember? Oh, <laughs> child, got, we all did. I got my hopes up thinking something was going. And yeah. then I got ghosted. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I really thought I, something was going well. Yeah. But, I mean, and, it happens. But my thing also with dating apps is, like, it's so redundant. The process mm-hmm. is redundant. It. It's like, yeah. it. although it presented itself as a great alternative, for me, I feel like I started using a dating app right after the pandemic was starting to Mm -hmm. go away yeah and i was like you know what i ain't really going out like that and i know me from my personality i just feel like not only do i i feel like i don't meet guys i feel like guys don't be they'll come to you they don't yeah they i feel like they don't like to approach me Mm. so i'm like let me try this out and see if maybe this may result in something but do you think these guys don't want to approach you because you're with a group of girls or is it like i think i'm unapproachable mm. I but think have I, you ever gone out by yourself nah and that's maybe that's the issue where too. i'm gonna go out where i'm gonna go to by myself to the restaurant to somewhere grab a bite I, oh, real well, quick yeah I that's what have i no mean pro- i've gone out by myself yeah, yeah yeah yeah, all the time but i feel like i mean like i don't, I don't feel like that's a when i say like there are people that approach you to say Wow, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or but I don't I'm talking about not people that give you compliments. Oh, I'm talking okay. about people that be like, Hi, 
damn and, can and i have your number right. like um i feel like that doesn't happen out in the open but you since you said that that you're unapproachable don't you do you think you should shoot your shot as far as like absolutely I know not Eagle's gonna say that absolutely <laughs> not oh yeah but if you feel like you're unapproachable shooting my first of all i don't even be finding people to shoot my shot at i'm not gonna lie to you there's not like there's nobody even right now on my brain that i'm not I would even think your of. brain do you go anywhere where you can see men yeah i think so i feel like i go to restaurants do you see men there do you see a lot of not cute really sometimes that. where how do you, i you, know where you, to go to see cute guys shirley i don't know just new york uh, somewhere out i go state. to new york i go to new york I, I like for example we went to brunch me and g went to brunch um last sunday at that new place in linden mm-hmm. um I had a blast. I met a guy. He was sitting next to me. He talked to me like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. We exchanged IGs. Mm. Um, I think he was like just trying to like, he was just, we were shooting the shit. Like okay. he was just like, duh, 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 duh. we were talking, we exchanged IGs. To me, that was, that was cool. He's not somebody I would talk to, oh, okay. but he's not somebody I would talk to like, but, but it was nice. It don't be like, when I say unapproachable, I just mean like, I just don't feel like everybody is always, I feel like a lot of guys sometimes send my, a friend of mine Mm -hmm. to come talk to me or something like that. They don't be like, what's up? Like they don't, cause I, I know I can come It's a, it's also a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. I know like, when I don't want to be bothered, I can come off extremely stoic mm. or look like extremely mean. And I'm also, I feel like I'm very socially awkward, mm. like in certain situations. So that it's like, are. yeah, in certain <laughs> situations I'm awkward. So it's like, sometimes I be being weird and I don't be trying to be weird. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I'm socially awkward until I catch my groove mm-hmm. or until I like, I feel completely comfortable. Sometimes I get awkward, mm. like around people um, or men. Um, so I don't know. Do you think these men that you um give their IGs are Excuse they me. looking at your stories or paying attention to whatever you post? Because yeah. I feel like they don't really interact and have conversation with you really. That's why I don't really like giving my social media. It's not like I repost my whole life anywhere, but but I prefer giving my phone number. Then. Yeah, we had this discussion. I think it's wild that you prefer giving your phone number over block, social media. Block, 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 block. <laughs> I just feel like everybody in your life is not meant to be dated. Mm-hmm. So I, no, for I'm not me, dating every guy. No. I know. I'm not saying okay. that. Listen, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Everybody in your life is not meant to be dated, even when the attraction mm-hmm. right the initial attraction may be for him to talk to you mm-hmm. it might he might have been like yo i want to talk to you and, and you're like i um da, da, da. i feel like social media it doesn't tell you everything but for for a woman and maybe even for a male i think it gives you a good you could tell a lot. i don't care what nobody say i know a lot of people hide a lot of stuff off of social media mm-hmm. but i feel like looking through a person's page looking at the type of stuff they post, even if they're withholding stuff, whatever they do post can tell you something about them. Mm-hmm. It tells I don't know you what people think about my it's, it's, it can It tells you if they're a goofy person sometimes. I'm it tells you, um, I think you could, I think it's very clear that you're goofy. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I laugh by all the time. Your, yeah, <laughs> by the stuff you post. Right. Um, 
You could tell if somebody's goofy. You can tell if somebody is a black power activist. Mm-hmm. Like you, if they care about certain things, you could tell if she a bad bitch. Like mm-hmm. you could tell certain things, like her friends, what she likes to do in her free time. And Somebody that talked, works. Sorry, not to cut you off. Someone uh-huh. was telling me like, "Yo, you always um go out." I'm like, I only go out over the weekend. During the week, I'm home or at work. Right. I'm like, I don't go all out often, really. Right. I people tell people me are shut dumb. Up. Yeah. yeah <laughs> shut up. But what the point I was making is, you could a boy could have been inclined to talk to you mm-hmm. and. Once you see his social media or whatever, y'all start conversing and the conversation's not going anywhere. I don't think that it's necessarily, it means there should be a cut ties. Mm -hmm. There could be something going on in their social media that you support. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's an artist. Maybe he's a businessman and you still, you might need that contact in future. I think that when, when, yeah, and I feel like social media helps with those connections Mm -hmm. so that it don't have to be a hard stop because we didn't end up dating. Right, right. Whereas if I have your phone number, nobody, if you, if they wanted to date you and mm-hmm. they got your phone number for that reason, mm-hmm. if the dating part didn't work out, they're not going to text you. Y'all not mm-hmm. going to stay in communication. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's people now that I feel like have tried to talk to me in the past. You, you got it too. Mm-hmm. On your timeline, y'all still might kihi. You might laugh. Right. Maybe they done had a baby now. Mm-hmm. You congratulating them. They done got a new job. You could still stay in touch and it won't be like, damn, we tried to date and it didn't work mm-hmm. out. So that's my thing with when it comes to like, um, when it comes to giving out phone numbers. It's like only people who I really mess with, like if I, and even then it still don't be working out anyway. Mm-hmm. So I rather like, filter it as much as possible right. for the people who can get my phone number because I ain't finna be wasting my time. You can I just tell people I don't have IG or I have social media? Really? Yeah, because I don't feel like it. And yeah. it just stops there. Hey, it is what it is. Because I think sometimes even starting off with like, like I don't know. Do you have social media? Why are you asking me that? I don't mind that, to I be honest. Know. I feel like no. I feel like my social media is a very good representation of who I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm not bothered by it. Like it I feel like you're gonna get you're gonna know that I'm educated when you look at my social media. Mm-hmm. You're gonna know I'm bad. You're gonna know the things I care about. You're gonna know I have a podcast. You're gonna know I'm a teacher, most likely. You're gonna find out the most key things you need to well, know they about find me. Out- by talking, having a conversation, or opposed to just looking and but that doing all I feel that. like that that will come. That will mm-hmm. come. I'm yeah, I'm no. sick of the interview phase too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the. I don't want you to be. Uh no, I don't feel like answering all the questions. And uh, mm-hmm. I know that's what it takes yeah, to get I to know to. people, <laughs> but I'm just over it. Like, bro, look at what you can look at. <laughs> whatever how, however you see fit to cause it start a distraction mm-hmm. i mean start distraction start a discussion but i'm tired of the interview i don't want to know your favorite color i don't want to know all i want to know is what you do for a living what you do for a living i'm doing me <laughs> um i want to know what you do for a living i want to know that you're stable and then let's learn about each other as we learn mm-hmm. about each other and like by dating like right, right. you know um and i do think communication is important but the texting part, I don't even like texting. Me neither. I like, I want to, let's talk on the phone. Let's FaceTime. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Grab a bike? I don't want to. Even the grab a bite is late for me. Mm, really? So you don't want to do that at all? 
I feel like I gotta How have. How long does it take for you to go on a date to or meet somebody at least after talking? The quickest I've gone on a date after starting to talk with somebody was probably two weeks. Mm, okay. Two weeks or maybe three. Mm-hmm. I think it was two. But this is after, in the two weeks, mm-hmm. we had probably like five or more three-hour-long mm-hmm. conversations on the phone, texting here and there. Like So I caught a vibe. Okay. And I, I've said that. I said that and somebody else was talking about you know, oh, one of my coworkers actually recently at work was like, she was like, I need to get the day out the way right away. She was like, because I want to like see your vibe in person mm. and I want to get your vibe. And my thing is like, I feel like sometimes first, I'm not saying that all first dates should never be awkward. Mm-hmm. There are some first dates where sometimes they just going to be awkward just because of how you met the person mm-hmm. and how you were set up. Right. But I do think that personally, Vibing with a person via phone conversations for a good amount of time makes for a better first date, a more comfortable first date. Mm -hmm. Y'all going to know enough about each other. I never I've never been on a bad first date. Have I? Yeah, no, I don't. Well, actually, I have. I have. Yeah, I'm lying. <laughs> I have been on a bad first date. Like I, we did, we both didn't talk. Like Don't, after, you know what? Not I did. during the date. After, <laughs> like after, it was like a dub, and I knew, I knew it was like some weird shit. It One was, date, I remember. I waited. I don't know why I waited that long, but I waited a, a good hour waiting for this this dude. I think I told you this before. You might have. And then after that, during the date, he's taking pictures of the food. I'm like, hmm, okay. We're not having no conversation. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Like, this not is it. Not taking pictures of the food. Bruh, I was over the date already. I was waiting for like an emergency it's call It's giving bad Yes, <laughs> like, what? I mean, I had a free meal, but still. Yeah, that's why. But I've never had a bad... My first dates be lit. I mean, clearly they haven't gone nowhere though, but <laughs> yeah. the first dates be lit and I... I've never had, and they've all lasted hours and we just be talking. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to kick us out the place because we just be talking and have a, having a good time. Do you um, ever think about, like, why certain dates don't last after the first time meeting each other? Um, well, it's been second dates and third mm-hmm. dates and then it just didn't work out for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I do wonder sometimes, but... I feel like there's always like a, there's always like something that tells you something's not right, going right. to work out. But I feel like that's something too that I want to practice in this season of my life is low expectation. Mm. Not in a bad way, but I feel like sometimes as women, when a guy has like so many things that we can check off as good things. So look at like, the red sign, red flags. I mean, I don't, they don't even have to be red flags, Shirley. Hazards. <laughs> No, because when what I'm talking about is not even okay. bad things. Okay. There sometimes it's just like it would be like a hard compromise mm. that you're not used to. Okay. So for example, that guy that I told you I met off a of hinge, mm-hmm. on paper, he to me was a good guy. Like he was tall. We love, we love them good guys. He but was, it never works. He was but he wasn't a fuck boy or anything. Mm-hmm, right. He was a tall, he was tall, he was handsome, mm-hmm. he had a good job, part-time job. He was hella respectful. There were some things about our personalities that it didn't mm-hmm. click though. And I chose to ignore them. They weren't bad though. Mm-hmm. I think I told you the other day, like just something he said, like when I went out to eat, like about and it, it 
although he was a homebody, he was a different type of homebody. And some of the things he said would have let me know that he was like uh, socially, like mm. he was maybe a little bit more awkward than I am, or he doesn't enjoy being social as much as I do. But you, you're not gonna find the same person as yourself. You're I'm gonna not, find opposites. I'm, I'm not trying you. to say that. Like I'm, I don't know if you. I, maybe I'm not doing a good job of explaining it, <coughs> but I think that there are certain things sometimes that can just tell you where. I don't think that like you should. I'm not looking for a, a person who's exactly like me. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with dating a homebody and I'm a outside person. Mm -hmm. There were some things that just didn't Wasn't click. And mm -hmm. I remember like I told him that my legs hurt and uh, I was, I had went to a party and I was like, damn, my, like I had so much fun. I was dancing all night long and I was like, my body is hurting. He's like, how did you do that? <laughs> and I just felt like he didn't understand. He didn't get, he it. Didn't get it. Like, I think it's just cause he ain't had that type of experience before. It was weird. And like, even going out with y'all sometimes like on a Friday just to go eat, he would be mm -hmm. like, is that a ritual? <laughs> like, is that a tradition like, that you do? And I feel bad cause I shouldn't be talking about him on the pod. Um, I mean, everybody's different, but it's just, but I just felt like there were certain things that like, and just certain conversations where there were certain things that he let me know, like where it's like, we not, mm. we not this, this is cool, but I feel like sometimes women, we look at the grand picture mm. and we look at what you're saying. Like you do got to compromise. Right. Maybe this is the area that we won't click on, but sometimes it just be like, Yo, that that person it's might not, not be for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he could be a good guy. He could just not be for you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's honestly why we stopped talking. We both were like a little bit in our heads. We went through like some periods. I, this happens a lot with me too. Like I feel like guys be having a complex, but we you went through like, like with the baiting or uh, no no no. We went through a period where like it was like who's gonna call, who's gonna text, oh, <laughs> da, 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 and then. Um, eventually we kind of like started speaking less and less. Mm. And then he respectfully just told me, he was like, I don't know, like what's going on. Like da da da. He was like, but I don't like to leave things mm. like blah, blah, blah. I think you're, he, he hit me with the, I think you're <laughs> yeah. a great woman. Yo. He was like, but, um, he left on a good note. Yeah. He did is, leave on a good. good note. He was very respectful, but yeah. I didn't respond because I just felt like, Okay, like, I, I'm not bothered by this. Mm -hmm. Like, not like I'm not bothered, but I wasn't even off you anyway right. because of, to me, there was too much distance. Mm -hmm. Like, but anyway, I don't know what how we got here, but all I was saying is that I don't want to put my expectations high when it comes to, like, the next man. I'm also not, like trying and i feel like i'm gonna let men know that i know it's a give and take mm -hmm. i feel like i've been giving and taking i've been giving and i ain't been getting nothing in return mm -hmm. not in a bad way but i've been i know my personality Cheryl's. i know the things that i have to work on mm -hmm. and i feel like even in the examples or the opportunities where i've been trying to be different from myself it still haven't worked out. Mm. So, nah, I'm going to stick to what I know base. <laughs> I'm going to stick to being regular journey. And yeah. you could take it or you could leave it. And I truly believe that the man who is for me is going to change those things naturally. Mm -hmm. But he's also going to accept me right. and all that that has to offer. So, mm. I agree with you. I don't, got time. Got I don't have no expectations. Forcing, forcing anything. 
Yeah, I don't have no expectations. You want to meet me? Show me now. <laughs> show me the ring. Like you, pay for vacations. Yeah, do take, it. All. Take me out. Take me out. <laughs> like ice me out. Ice <laughs> be me romantic. Out. Be <laughs> romantic. Like, and I'm not teaching you to do it. For real. I'm not begging but, but you most, to do it. I don't know. But do you think most guys really know how to be romantic? I think a lot of them don't, but I also think that these niggas are not stupid. They're not. Like, there's like, too much social media, too, right. going on now for you. Even if you don't know, be informed, my guy. Even if you don't be informed, you can just do what the person likes. Like, hey, I did this because I like the. I know you like flowers, the blue flowers, whatever. So, something yep. as simple as that you could do. But most guys be dumb. Yep. I don't want to... I don't want to... Um, I don't want to teach nobody. I don't want to try. Like, if it don't work, it don't work. I'm but not you, trying you, to. You, even when it comes to relationship, I, you are supposed to teach each other. I just feel like I can't teach you how to be chivalrous, mm-hmm. though. Like, I feel like that's the basic. Can you mm-hmm. at least come? I'm not saying that you, I can't. I think that we should teach people the specifics, okay. but not the the general protocol, mm-hmm. even the worst of niggas, even the guys <laughs> who cheat every day, they know, surely they, they know, know how to take how women to out on dates. Real. They know how to bring a woman a, a, a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. They know how to be thoughtful, generous, and kind. They doing it to mm-hmm. three different women. Yeah. So you Facts. can't tell me, <laughs> you can't tell me that you don't know how to do this or that's something that you need to be taught. Be taught for what? Mm-hmm. Be taught for what? Teach you for what? Right. Because to me, some teaching is too close to begging for me. That's true. And I'm Gucci. Like, I'm, it's one thing for us to be in a relationship and there are certain things we're working on Mm -hmm. that I have to tell you, hey, I'm unhappy with this. But at that point, you've already done something good enough for Mm -hmm. me to even be in a relationship with you. That's different. We're striving for the relationship. But- when we in the talking phase, what we doing, baby boy? Mm-hmm. I ain't finna be teaching you. We didn't sign up for nothing. We, sure we either doing what we doing or we're doing what we're not. And that's it. They see it. Period. Period. Uh, period. Uh. I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. Period. Uh, period. Okay. So I talk. I feel like I talk a lot. I guess that's why I have a podcast. I be this running my mouth. This is why I need to keep it. I Don't stop. So, Yo, everybody, please tell Journey, do not stop this show keep it running as long as it takes for real i have this written down shout out to shirley for her public service announcement wow Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um i had journaling written down but i don't want to talk about that the last thing i want to talk about is tv talk tv talk so what are you currently watching and what's good and what do you think i mean and what do you want to watch well, so, what are your regular shows right now? Raising Canaan is Me what too. I'm watching. Um, I, I, Sisters and also Zatima. Okay. I just watched this movie yesterday. Uh, it's called Interclastic. It's on was Netflix. It, it was actually, it was a cute little love story. It was cute. It was a cartoon movie, but it was also love intertwining. But it was really good. I liked it. Um... I just started watching um, Homecoming. I know it's old, but I, I haven't catched up in so long. So I'm Did like, you see Tia and tw- Tia and her what? husband are getting a divorce? Yeah, I'm so sad about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad because, like, 
I looked up to them. Yeah, they were a good one. They mm. stayed out the way. Like, yeah. we never knew anything. At all. Um, I'm also currently watching Raising Canaan. Law & Order is back, so we lit. Chicago MED, Chicago PD is back. Anymore. Oh, I, I'm having a blast. <laughs> Um, I caught up on all of them this week. Oh, I, was, I also just watched um, this show that Premier had told me. It's called Them. Oh, yeah. She told me to watch that, too, but I refuse. I know, I know you're not going to watch yeah, that because it's too demonic. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not watching it. I stayed up late watching that. But I and you it. watched it late? Yeah, but eventually I had to turn the light on and got scared from the, for some reason. But it, I finished it. It wasn't that scary. Did but. you dream about it? No. I fell asleep real good and woke up watching it again. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do that. Um, it was it wasn't that bad. Is there anything on your list of stuff to watch? I have a lot. Uh, I would have to go through them. To, Did like, you watch you. Jeffrey Dahmer yet? No, me neither. Not Are you yet. gonna watch it? I might. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure yet if I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, because I still haven't watched that. Um, there's a lot of shows I don't haven't watched so much. It's that. I'm probably saying it wrong. <laughs> The red light stop thing, whatever. Um, I'm, oh, Squid Games? Yeah. I'm not watching I that. I still haven't watched that. I'm not watching it. I don't think I am. Yeah. Ricardo's about to piss me off. I don't oh, even want to open this DM. <laughs> I already know he's going to piss me off, and I don't have time for it. So, Ricardo, Ricardo if you're you listening. Oh, I'm, I can't wait to watch you. That's Oh, I've show. never watched that yeah, show. I'm ready to watch that. And um, the Umbre- Umbrella Academy is pretty good, too. The season two or season three is out now? This is season season three. three. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen season three either. It's pretty good. I'm going to watch it eventually. I just don't know. Yeah, those are my shows. I just don't know why, when. Um, um, I need some new shows, though. I'm, I'm saying all this, but I still need to watch <laughs> some other shows. Um, did you watch uh, ja- Jasmine's Blues? No, but G told me it wasn't bad. Okay, that's what I was like. I, I didn't watch that. I, watched I started Lou. watching it, but I didn't it. Did you watch it. Lou? Lou? No, I didn't watch that either. That's the one with Journey Smollett. Yeah, I didn't watch In the that woods. Yet. That I, one. I still went to watch End of, of the Road. <laughs> I know you didn't watch with um, Queen Latifah and Ludacris. Oh, hell no. I'm not watching <laughs> I know that. you're not watching that. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to watch it and see what it's about. Um. All right. I think that's it. We're an hour and 21 minutes in. I have some more topics, but I'm going to save them for another episode. I don't know what we we talked about. We talked about dating fatigue. We talked about a lot of things. Family trauma. Trauma. Parenting. PNB Rook and social media safety and um, a plethora of other things. We sure did. Um, So... Um, yeah, thank you for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and their mom and their cousin and their father to um listen to the <laughs> This Is 30 podcast. Um, my accent is trash today. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm trying so hard, but it's not working. Queen Elizabeth is also dead. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I think that, oh, we, me and Perils talked about that on the last episode. Um, because the internet was lighting her up. <laughs> Rest Yo, in peace I to her. Because I don't know her, hilarious. but I know that that kingdom has done a lot of <laughs> bad things to black people. Mm-hmm. So, um, God, I don't like ugly. I'm talking like this because I love Adele, and mm-hmm. that's it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. I'm sorry for annoying y'all with that voice. 
Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Any mama, any cousin, any daddy. Tell a friend. Maybe I'll be back next week. Maybe I won't. Maybe you will. Maybe I won't. Maybe you um, will. Look at your boy, yo. Let me tell yeah, you. Every day. <laughs> yo, the people we meet on. Yeah. See, this is also good. This oh, is why this you. Is true. Right. This, this is a good true. one. Because I support him. Like, right. I'm happy. Like, he has done a lot of transformations. He but, has. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you guys for listening. What do we talk about today? Parental trauma, social media safety, dating fatigue, and TV talk. Mm-hmm. Kanye Grant. Kanye, yeah. That's crazy. So. Spanish people using the N word. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna slap one of them kids with my chancleta Mm-mm. pretty <laughs> soon. <laughs> that's what, that's that what, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Yo, um, that'd be crazy. But um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Peace, peace out.